Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. CJ's in the studio with me. Also, the Scuba Radio Scuba Squad is connected via the web. That entails uh, the likes of Jerry the Diver Guy, uh, Bubble Boy. We got Bryce, Matt, and Kyle, the YouTubers. Couple of them hanging with Catmull Martini at the Gomez Hilton. Vinny, two tanks out on the left coast. Even Casey, the tobacco nut, is with us uh, this week as well for hour two. It's good to have him on. But before we get to to the peanut gallery, I got to bring on our diver of the week, which is brought to you by the Shearwater Peregrine. Embark on your adventure. That happens to be Natalie Gibbs. She is uh, with us live uh, in Mexico right now natalie welcome to scuba radio and congrats Hola. on being the uh shearwater diver of the week how are you i'm really well thank you so much for having me on the show absolutely now by the way on top of everything else natalie was inducted uh, inducted into the inducted i should say yes there you go. uh into Parker. the women's Parker. diver hall of fame uh for 2020 which i, I i'm guessing that happened virtually is that right uh, natalie because uh, yeah no, it was a huge honor we had it all set up to go and do the induction ceremony at beneath the sea uh however covid hit about a week before i was yeah. actually out camping with a uh, no right. uh, no service whatsoever and then i walked back down the mountain and yeah okay it. so you didn't get to do it uh you know on stage and stuff that's but, awesome but they did it online and she still gets the plaque and all that kind of stuff and, and we'll throw in this how about that? See? Let me do our part here at nice. Super Radio. That's nice. I feel like you're honored. Yes. Well, you shouldn't be. That was a cheap <laughs> uh, attempt at humor. Uh, I'll take Yeah, okay. I appreciate it. She, she, you know, I warned her before she came now, on how, the show today. What, uh, How awesome do you have to be to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? What do you have to well, do? Well, look well, at her. She's pretty awesome. She is awesome. Yeah, look you at her. You have extra awesome. Yes, of course. <laughs> All you got to do but, is go to underthejungle.com. Which is uh, the website for her dive operation down there in Mexico? Uh, she is beyond awesome. Girl. Yeah, it's it's you know you're right up there with uh, with Christina Zanato, which I imagine you know Christina's work in the Bahamas, right? Yeah, yeah, she's actually a friend of mine. Of course, she knows everybody. She even talks yeah. to us sometimes. She's like a goddess, Greg. Yeah, but, uh, but but Natalie has done some amazing stuff down there in Mexico, and I love your story because you know now you're really doing what you can to give back as far as uh, training more people to go down there and check out the cenotes there in Mexico. But it all started 
kind of on a whim as most diving career paths start, right? Can, can you fill in uh, the blanks there for everybody else? Yeah, um, I started diving when I lived in New York City, and uh, I was deciding to do a sort of a life change when I lived in New York. I was working in the restaurant industry and was getting really into diving. And I decided I would move to Mexico to pursue an internship with a scientist that was working down here for an NGO. And uh, my background is in chemistry. So it was a coral reef study combining, she was a chemist, so combining chemistry and coral reef stuff and diving. But like many things do happen in Mexico, and I moved down here, uh, unfortunately... Uh, the internship was no longer happening and the NGO hadn't bothered to tell anybody. And uh, long story short, the NGO was uh, embezzling money and the scientist I was going to work with uh, had discovered this. And so she was exposing them. And so she was fired. Of course. Of course. And uh, they told me I could count some turtles, which wasn't really what I'd come down to do. I came down there to do reef chemistry uh, so, but I'd moved, I'd moved to Mexico for at least six months and, uh, I decided, well, you know, while I'm here, I'll do my dive master internship. And I, uh, went on a guided cenote or a guided cavern tour about two weeks into my living in Mexico. And, you know, when I heard about cave diving originally, I thought these people were absolutely nuts, like risky thrill, thrill seekers that were doing super dangerous things, really right. stupid things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that all changed when I went on this, this cenote tour and I just dropped into that water and it was a revelation. It was one of those sort of epiphanies where I was like, Oh, well I definitely will be doing this. And I got out of that, that dive and I told everybody, you know, I'm not even a dive master, but I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be a cave diver. I'm going to open a cave diving center. I'm going to explore caves. And they all kind of looked at me like, oh, are you going to pick up the double tanks, little girl? And it's like, of course. Yeah, and now, I did, and yeah, now you're in the women's, uh, women's Diving Hall of Fame, and you look back at all those people that looked at you like you were crazy and say, hey, suck it, losers, right? Why yeah, not? of course. <laughs> yeah. Can do it. Uh, once so again, awesome. underthejungle.com, you can uh, find out about our dive operation down there. But hey, yeah, you're, you're, diving these, uh, Savo- you're diving all these you're diving all these cenotes in Mexico and uh, it's you know, it's crazy stuff. It is a little bit on the extreme side with what, some of the stuff you do personally, but you guys train people or if you want to go down there and just kind of even do like a uh, cavern or cenote experience, you can take even beginner divers uh, down there to a certain extent. Is that right there, uh, Natalie? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So I would say the best way, if you're, what was the term we discussed? Cave curious? Right, cave curious. Cave curious, you can, instead of enrolling in a cave diving course or anything right away, if you just want to see what you think of the environment, uh, one of the things that my shop offers is what we call guided cenote diving. And that is something that a person who is a reasonably experienced open water diver, but doesn't have any uh, specific technical or cave training can do sort of like a, a cavern diving discover scuba dive. Right. Where you can do like a little orientation and then mm-hmm. just go on a, on a tour in the cenotes and see what you think of it. Well, you're right. If you're cave curious, this is a great opportunity to take advantage of Craig, that. Craig, we could yeah. do that. We're Catmarn certified. Yeah, well, we are. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, it's always been on my list to go down there and see some of this stuff. I've read about it. I've seen the videos. It looks pretty uh, remarkable. Uh, a little creepy. 
you know, there's a, you know, you get there and I, Once I would you imagine, get in there. Hey, quiet. But one of the appeals I would imagine is when you get down into the cenote, especially some of the stuff and the crazy stuff that you're doing, Natalie, when you really penetrate deep into the cave system down there is do you have that feeling or that sense like, gosh, I'm one of the only people on the planet that are here to see this. That always gets me going from an explorer type of standpoint. Is that what uh, does it for you sometimes too or what? Um, there's so many facets to it. It's really hard to describe, but certainly being privileged enough to see these places that very few people get to see is a significant part of it. Yeah. Um, even as a certified cave diver already diving places that are open to the public at our, you know, what we would say popular cave diving sites with established guidelines, with, you know, hundreds of people diving them a year, you got to think you're still, you know, one of a few hundred, a few thousand people in the world that are actually qualified and able to dive in these places. So that's just an amazing and magical thing to be able to do. And it, it really never gets old to me. Yeah. Well, you're right. It, it applies to all types of diving, but especially in the caves. Jerry, what say you? I want to know if she has seen the human sacrifices. Yeah. What about the Mayan ruins type stuff? You're right there. Yeah. It's right yeah. by there. You ever come across like human remains or something in some of these crazy cenotes? We've read about books. I read uh, these stories that our you buddy read Eric. read about books? Really great. No, we read. <laughs> Eric Douglas has a uh, a book he wrote, and it has that as part of the storyline, the Mayan ruins and finding, you know, like the remains of human sacrifices that they dumped in the cenotes of mexico so is that all fiction there, or did you have seen it that is not fiction oh, i have wow. definitely found a few uh areas where there's human remains and there used to be a bunch of sites where there were established human remains down here uh generally the archaeological organization which is called ina down here uh goes in and removes those the human remains for, for study, yeah. which makes sense. Uh, however, it's a little bit, you got to think of the area zones. The Yucatan Peninsula is still pretty big, and uh, historically, people didn't move around as much. So in our specific area where my shop is and where most of the tourism is, which is an area called the Riviera Maya, uh, like Playa del Carmen to Tulum, we don't find a huge amount of human sacrifices. Um or even human remains. The cenotes here are mainly horizontal caves. So the human remains that have been found are, there is a place called Muknal, which means burial site. Uh, there was a female uh, set of bones found that appeared to be placed. Oh, wait, wait. So you just get possessed underwater, I think, is what it is. All right, we'll talk more with her next. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. explore in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. 
Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save the St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Tarek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Under this garb, we're perfectly ordinary Americans. They had me all set up with the scuba gun. Made sure that I bought a waterproof watch, that's important. Gene, completely out of oxygen, and look at the time. <laughs> now I'm dead and I'm late. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg Dive Master. We got uh, Natalie Gibbs. She is the Shearwater Diver of the Week. She's with us from Mexico right now. Underthejungle.com is the website you can uh, go to and, uh, I don't know, book training, book a dive to dive the, you know, some of the, the caves, the cenotes in the Yucatan of uh, Mexico. And you'd fly in, uh, if you're coming from the States, you'd fly into Cancun. That'd be the closest port. Is that right, Natalie? That's correct. Okay. So you go down there, you see human remains. There's spirits from the Mayan, uh, our Mayan ancestors. They possess you. And then, uh, I mean, does it ever get spooky when you're down there in the cave system doing that kind of thing? Or am I overreacting or over or exaggerating just a tad? You're probably over exaggerating a tad. It's pretty peaceful. No ritual music or nothing like that. No drum beating. Can't hear nothing underwater other than your bubbles. But this is this is spirits, Greg. Well, exactly. It's like Jumanji. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean, there's that. uh, I don't know. There's that whole mythical type of uh, vibe they got down there with that. I mean, do do you tap into any of that, or you just ignore all that nonsense? 
Sounds like I pretty do. much ignore all that nonsense. <laughs> bunga, bunga, banga, banga, Greg is the Giorgio Sukalis of uh, Scuba. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. Um, so also, uh, so Natalie, you you go down there and you you see all these cool caves and take pictures and video. I know that's a big thing that you like to do. Uh, but but is is it the personal adventure of seeing it or sharing it that gets you more from your perspective? What do you think? Um, that's hard to say. What I do is multifaceted. So uh, for sure, as a cave diving instructor. I really feel like um, I really love teaching people to cave dive and I'm so proud when they can just go off on their own and be successful at it. So sharing it with people by instructing them and then also sharing what I do through video and media is really wonderful. But there's also, I mean, I also explore caves. So me and my exploration partner, Vincent Roquette Cadala, we go out. We find places nobody's ever dived before, usually really remote. Yeah. And uh, and we map them and we explore them. So we're the first people ever to do these sorts of things. So hmm. I think the most rewarding thing is the exploration aspect followed by the sharing it. I love it. Yeah. You know, and I've seen some of the videos. They're impressive. When you get down into some of these small places, uh, I mean, if you're not, uh, if you're a little claustrophobic, this may not be your thing. But that's okay. You know, they're doing it. You're doing like side mount diving where you put the, you know, tanks on your side. And, and, and she told me this because I said, well, do you, are you doing the rebreather stuff? Because a lot of the cave divers like to do rebreathers. But you said some of the places you go are so narrow that even a rebreather is too much, takes up too much space. Is that the case or what? Um, there's a huge variety of caves. So you have caves that are the size of a football stadium and you have caves where, Four foot eleven, tiny me. I have to take yeah. off both tanks to slide through. So wow. you kind of choose where you go. Um, there's side mounted rebreathers now, so you can. Oh, still that's true. Yeah. Them. Okay, yeah. so just uh, teach his own, but you're kind of a side winder, as we like to say in the biz at the moment. She's a that side wanderer. Maybe I, oh. I like the small stuff. Absolutely. There you go. Side wonder yeah. winder woman. A uh, Wonder Woman kind of so woman. Yeah. Craig, do these cenotes? They've got like the beams of light coming down sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, right? You get the cascade of light through the holes and the sinkholes and all well, throughout there, right? If it's horizontal or vertical, yeah, okay. the the entrances of the cenotes or in the cavern zones, there's actually quite a bit of light, and yeah. you get these really beautiful sparkly effects. So right. you know what I would do? What would you do if I was diving that? Oh, I would come under it and like. uh Shoot my hands up under the beams of light and pretend I'm Iron Man shooting beams up. Huh. And then you, you're thinking like the Mayans would start worshiping you and you'd be a, like a king? No. No, I just pretend I'm Iron well, Man. We won't, okay. we won't know until we try, honestly. That's right. You, get, you don't <laughs> knock hey, it until you try. So you gave her inspiration, CJ. Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. That's her next picture. By the All way, right. she, is a, she is a wonderful photographer, videographer. Yes, very, she is. Very, very awesome. Yeah. Uh, Underthejungle.com. Start there, and then there's all kinds of links cool. to a, a lot of the work that she's done. I think Kyle wanted to ask her. Kyle, what do you got? What do you have for our uh, Shearwater Diver of the Week? Okay, so, you know, I grew up I grew up with a scuba diving dad, and uh, I, got, I got some of his old gear back behind me over here, and um, so it's obviously he's an older diver, right? What are you trying to sell her some gear? What's up, Kyle? Come on. No, I'm just, he instilled something in me growing up. And that was, um, he was, he was adamantly opposed to cave diving. 
And he spoke, now again, this was years ago, but he spoke about all the dangers involved and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, you know. So there's a lot of divers out there that are absolutely terrified of considering cave diving. Now, these same people that are terrified of cave diving are the same ones that are so interested in exploring, um, you know, wrecks and things, you know, going into these small spaces where, you know, rusty holes and wooden holes that are about to fall apart at any minute, you know, they're okay with that. <laughs> the caves they're they're kind of terrified of so um so what are some 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 things that you maybe could could point out to us that uh would would make somebody a little more comfortable with the idea i guess of cave diving i would say first of all that from the time when your dad was probably hearing about cave diving it's on over that undergone so many evolutions so you like nineteen eighties, there wasn't even really serious cave courses. People were just figuring it out as they went. And now, you know, we have certification agencies, skills, ways to teach people to deal with any eventuality. Um, as well, I would say for me, I am less afraid of caves than I am of wrecks. Um, the first thing just being that wrecks are not necessarily stable. You're going into places that are disintegrating. Caves have been there for, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years. They're not going anywhere. So I would be more confident that the cave is going to be stable than than a a wreck. There's less, there's not currents here like there are in the ocean. There's not going to be like the surprise factor. Yeah. Yeah. When you go into the cenotes and the cave systems, I mean, literally you can go do that dive and it'll be like that almost exactly the same 10 years from now. And and it doesn't change. The conditions don't really change. Uh, Yeah. We have some of this in Florida, you know, some of the cave systems like that. So uh, I I get that. But I think it also goes back to, and I think you'd back me up on this, is uh, you get the proper instruction and uh, make sure you're you're qualified or, uh, you know, uh, to do whatever type of dive you're doing. You don't dive beyond your means, right? Let someone else make the mistakes, not you. So there you go. <laughs> Natalie, great stuff. I really appreciate you being on Scuba Radio, and uh, congratulations on being the Shearwater Diver of the Week. we got more coming up. Stay close. Scuba Radio. Scuba. Scuba. Scuba Radio. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master CJ in the studio with me. We got Scuba Radio, Scuba Squad connected via the web. Jerry the Diver Guy, Bubble Boy, Woo-hoo. Bryce, Matt, and Kyle, part of the YouTube yeah. team. Uh, check them. Uh, check out Bryce uh, Outdoors Weekly on YouTube. Uh, Matt is uh, Modern Goonie. Uh, Kyle, do you have a YouTube thing too, or you're just a? Uh, I'm uh, just a groupie. I I, I I do, but no, not that anybody needs to follow. I'm just yeah, he's a like you know he's the brains. He's like Mo of the Three Stooges. The you know what? YouTube I really appreciate that. Okay, I, you know I at least wanted to give you that much. 
and I apologize. Uh, Also, uh, Dennis (laughs) is with us and from our airplane show, Just Plane Radio. Vinny, two tanks out on the left coast, and Casey, the tobacco nut. Now, I think I'm I accidentally so glad to be here with you. Yes, well, I mean, we're glad to have you, Casey. And I think I accidentally cut you off. I thought you wanted to ask the Natalie a question. Did Did you ever? Well, uh, I t- did, but the fact that you cut, cut me off pretty standard procedure. So. Yes, true. That is true. So he's cut himself off, Greg. What do you mean, Casey? Cut himself off? Today. What are you on the wagon or something? Nah, uh, yeah, yeah. Look, Jared came and talked. Talk about needing a wagon. Yes. Okay. His wagon wheel broke. Uh, okay. I don't even know what that means. He's got a broken spoke in his wagon. Okay. They're starting to talk gibberish. It is late in the show. So it is about that time where the Who's drunk? The cocktails uh, have a tendency to kick in and uh, just, you know, they start blurting out nonsense a little bit more than normal. So, just, yeah, that's the way it goes. Well, yeah. Really you know, maybe a shorter shot. My maybe a shorter. What, what, Bubble Boy? What say you? I can't feel the left shot of my face. Yes, okay. I can't feel my face. Stroke, man. Well, Stroke Greg, man. we're having fun today. Okay. First we're, time we're ever. We're having fun today. Barry's not on. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you hurt his feelings. Maybe huh? maybe an hour show. Maybe. maybe scale it back. Uh, yeah, you want to just get to the good stuff? Yeah. Uh, I think we can do it in a five-minute YouTube video, couldn't we? YouTube is. Maybe you yes. change right. slide, time yeah. slot so you're not so close to happy hour. Okay, that's well, no, that's that's why we do this. Come on. More coming up. Stay close. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Dumbass white people out in the middle of the ocean, Cuba diving. Shoot, you ain't gonna give me Cuba diving. I'm gonna tell you that damn much right now. I'm too damn fat. I'd mess around and feed all them sharks if I went Cuba diving. If I was a great white, I wouldn't bite you, but I'd swim right next to you. If I was a great white, I wouldn't bite you, but I'd swim right next to you, cause it's my ocean too. So please keep it clean, cause I can be wicked mean, and I got sharp teeth. And if I realize that you don't care about the sea, well that means you don't care about me, oh well. That's fine, I'll just rip you in bloody half this time Yeah, if I was a great white shark Yeah, that's kind of an uplifting tune here on the world's first radio show devoted to diving I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ's in the studio with me And uh, that's uh, Andy Casagrande, by the way, ABC, as he's known in the biz He did his own little shark song that was kind of nice, wasn't it? Casa Grande. Isn't that something you get at Taco Bell? You know what? I, I there's certain it, it's kind of like the McRib. I think it's uh, seasonal. I'll have the Casa Grande and right. a side of refried beans. Okay, there's that. Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. But before we go to them, let's bring up the dive god. We have him uh, on FaceTime, I believe. Neil Watson is with us. Neil, how are you, buddy? What's going on? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. Fantastic. Got yeah. My, uh, Second COVID shot, so I'm ready to rock and roll. Well, there you go. He's ready to travel. I mean, we were talking about this uh, quite a bit over the last few weeks. You know, still we have all these limitations and new rules we have to follow. But slowly but surely, they're coming up with uh, 
you know, some uh, solutions. And one of them happens to be in the Bahamas, uh, especially for Bimini, where uh, Neil's operation and his son runs uh, Neil Watson Scuba Center. They're in Bimini. So uh, so the ferry's running now, or getting yes, ready to we're, launch, we're right? We're really excited. Starting next week, the uh, the fast ferry runs out of Fort Lauderdale three days a week, uh, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays to Bimini. Um, the The requirements aren't that big a deal. You get a, uh, a uh, BCR COVID test like five days before. Or departure yeah you send the negative thing into a website in the bahamas and get a travel visa i think it's 40 bucks you're good to go and um right now if things don't change what's really exciting is if you come back on the boat versus an airline you don't have to do the uh three-day uh covid test to get back in the state departure outside of the country so you huh you don't have to deal with that. That's yeah, we, there there seems cool. to be some kind of loophole where you don't have to do that uh, if you're on a boat as opposed to airplane because the rule applies to air air travel coming back into the states. You have to have a have a test within three days of coming back to the U.S. But evidently, that's not going to apply to uh, boats at least at the moment. That could change yeah, by next really, week. The really cool thing about, but, about going over on the ferry, you know, it leaves leaves I think eight in the morning. Gets over there around eleven o'clock. You got time for an afternoon dive on your arrival. Uh, the second day, you can dive all day, and because of the boat leaves in the evening, on your third day or your last day, and you're not flying, you can uh, dive the last day. So on a three day trip, you get in three days of diving. Normally, if you're flying to destination, you don't dive the arrival and departure. So you get in as many uh, dives on a three day trip on the boat to Bimini as you would a five-day, four-night. There you go. You know, to most other destinations. So and it's, it's really much cool. more uh, scenic. you got a nice little cruise over to the Bahamas. Well, a, a whole, whole, you know, as long as the waves are not too bad, but uh, but still, it's a nice little boat ride. And it only takes like a couple hours in this uh, fast ferry that they got going from Fort Lauderdale to Miami. Isn't that right? A couple hours, maybe? Yeah, it's out of Fort Lauderdale. It's, it's, it's like three hours. I mean, oh, okay. Maybe a little 48 miles. Uh, yeah, not Lauderdale that far. But it's a nice run, so you get over there, do that. I know that was uh, Casey's uh, plan before COVID hit. He was planning to go over there and uh, actually take one of the cruise ships that were stopping in in Bimini, and then do the Hammerhead dive, which is still going on right now. But but basically, this kind of opens up the same thing without the cruise ship. Casey, what do you think? Yeah. Well, that was Virgin. Virgin. They actually built the resort there on Bimini, so they had a deal with uh, Neil's. Well, they didn't. They, okay, hold on. They did not build that resort, just for the record. It was there before they existed. Okay, but regardless. They, they, anyway, they were going there. <laughs> yeah. And, and they had a deal with Neil's dive shop to do the shark dives. Yeah, I said it over there. there. Yeah, well, now you could do it on the ferry and uh, go over there. He's doing his best Max Headroom impression it's or something. weird and glitchy, Yeah, that was man. weird what just happened there. I don't know what, what, what that was I thought I was called. tripping. Yeah, that was kind of crazy there, Casey. Crazy Casey. But uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, basically it's an option, another option for divers that, uh, you know, might be easier than you initially think. Because all these rules that keep changing, you know, every day uh, is, is very frustrating. Not that it can't be done, but you just don't know what to plan for. Right, Neil? 
You think? Exactly. But but right now, it is probably the easiest international option for diving um, in the entire Bahamas or Caribbean. So yeah. we're really excited about it. And we're right in the peak of, of, of uh, hammerhead season. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's, it, I mean, get you, over you, there, go see the hammerheads, can, get three days of diving or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Technically, you could go over for the day and do a do a do uh, an afternoon hammerhead dive. Oh, you got to love that. Oh, yeah. Man. Then come back in the same day. You could do a one-day run. Yeah. I mean, but look, once you go over there, you kind of want to spend, spend a day oh, or two yeah, over. Yeah, uh, that, you'd be, you'd be uh, you know, uh, kicking yourself in the butt. Because it's fun just to hang over in Bimini for a night or two. That's a, a great place to be, for sure, just to socialize with the folks, even though the socializing might be down, <laughs> brought down a notch than what we're typically used to. But still, you can go over there with a, a buddy or two and have a good old time. I have no question. Well, Neil, uh, thanks for the update. If people want to get on this, all they got to go to is your website, right? Yeah, uh, com or neilwatson.com. Okay. Pick, take your pick. There. And uh, and we got we got to talk about pulling this off uh, maybe the end of this month. You up? I, I'm, I'm down, literally. Uh, we're going to make this happen. I, the squad is giving me thumbs up on video, so they they definitely want to do this. So we're going to have to put something together uh, and see if we can get over there and uh, make some happen. You know, our YouTuber folks, Bryce and Matt, are in the process of getting their passports right now, Neil. So uh, we'll see if we can get them over there and feed them to the sharks. You're going to need some extra chum for this kind of group. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Captain Walt hey, Martini has something. Yeah, did they, did they ever uh, name the uh, new wreck? Oh, yeah, the boat. Yeah, did you name your uh, the artificial wreck that we were talking yeah, about last know. month? I'm going to have to call my son and, uh, and and hammer that down. I don't know. I haven't talked to him for a few days. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I forgot to follow up on hammer that. time is a good name for it. Yeah, only because you came up with it. That ain't going to work. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll, uh, yeah, let us know. Maybe we'll share that with everyone next week. Okay, Neil? You got it. Yeah, All right, there you go. Neil Watson, the dive god. He is the man. I like Hammer Time. Give well, Terry a little credit. Well, uh, Hammer Time has has been done before. It's kind of too cliche. Well, oh, I don't call you know, it. you know, Greg. I think that's something that all of your listeners need to be helping out on. They need to be chiming in and giving their thoughts on what the dive boat should be. Well, they, they have been. Very, I mean, Kyle, they have been. Yeah. No, they have been. They have been doing that. They, but right. we we stayed. No, it's okay, Kyle. He, he gets past. Listen, Kyle. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Cut him some slack. He isn't usually on. All three listeners have chimed in. Thank yeah, you. I okay. think so. Yeah. No. No. They but they were sending their suggestions in through uh, Neil's website, and uh, ah. Junior uh, Neil's son has been uh, managing that. So I do think they've picked a uh, name already. He just didn't happen to know it. Offhand, so we'll find out and share that with everybody next week for sure. It's all good, but yeah, you guys want to go? You want to go over to Bimini? Hell now, yeah! Now I'm the, ready to go to Bimini. Great. The fast ferry is uh, running. It'd be pretty easy to get over there and do that. So, I'll meet you over there, crazy. Greg. Yeah, Dennis is uh, Dennis's game. What? He's well, said, I'll he's, meet you over there. Oh, he's going to fly his plane. See, he's a pilot, <laughs> so he'll fly his plane. He'll say, "Suck it, losers." Yeah, I don't know. Beautiful, clear water, and it's warm. I don't know about that. Yeah, well, I don't know the plane thing. Well, you can stay home, Kyle. I'm with. I'm actually with Dennis. He only has one seat. I'm. I'm uh, climbing. <laughs> I think. I think that seat is taken. Or it well, Tooken. has been taken by his daughter. <laughs> 
not tucking. Excuse me. No, yeah, Abby can Abby can uh, uh, ride in the back, right, Dennis? I get the she co-pilot. Can. Yeah, she'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. She will. We'll, we'll she's see. My, she's my buddy. She's my pal. <laughs> she'll she'll accommodate me. She'll put you on the wing. Greg. <laughs> well, you'll definitely want to bring her with to help rescue you, Greg. And she's definitely a lot better at navigation than you. Oh, don't so. even go there. Really, one <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah, his his navigation sucks. No, but it's in my DNA. We covered this a couple of weeks ago. Right, yeah, I know. We 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 discovered that in in Save That's Saint right. Kid. You had no. genes of a pro bowler. No, no, that's not a you know a pro athlete. Pro athlete. Would you like to talk diving? Greg the Dive Master's all towelled down and ready to take your call now. Call Scuba Radio at one eight 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 eighty eight Scuba. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer. And Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Peregrine is a simple, full-color, multi-gas dive computer. It's also the most economical Shearwater dive computer released to date. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater. Dive computers for demanding divers. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving, flying, and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving, flying, and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy. And this is why I wanted to tell you about Nanook Professional Protective Cases. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook cases generally cost less than similar products currently on the market. From an iPhone to a full set of dive gear, whatever you need to shield from the elements, Nanook Professional Protective Cases has the size, shape, and color for you. Go to Nanook.com. That's N-A-N-U-K.com for Nanook Professional Protective Cases. The evolution of protection. Hey, baby, what's going down? Later, nerd. Are you lacking with the ladies? Nope. Enhance your scuba superpowers with a new scuba radio hat. Wow, nice hat. Just picked it up at scubaradio.com. Buy two scuba radio hats and get free shipping. Need a dive, buddy, sexy? Always, and I got a scuba radio hat for you, too. <sighs> new scuba radio hats are now available at scubaradio.com. So cool. Order yours today, or stay a loser. Prepare to rig for dive! Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. The sky is looking cloudy. You can hardly see the sun. I'll stand my ground, but you wusses better run. My two-blade chainsaw in my left hand, a dagger in the right. Fins are falling from the sky, and that's a crazy sight. Some of these huge bastards are bigger than most cars. But I'll take my bumps and bruises, because chicks dig the scars. Maybe they'll swallow me whole. Oh, wouldn't that be some fun? But that was a piece of cake. Did you see Sharknado 1? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you want a piece of me? Come on, bring it, bring it. 
be me this is the world's first radio show devoted to diving a little flashback to sharknado 3 that was uh part of my uh my uh acting reel demo. that was all of your acting reel well, okay might have been that one did not uh make the cut by the way that was because uh, i was playing a much bigger role in that that scene uh basically i was the star But, you know, look, it, it doesn't matter what part you play in a movie like that. It, it, <laughs> it goes on to live beyond your wildest dreams. I mean... Uh, in your mind. No, it's true. It's own rerun. Look, uh, I'll tell you the God's honest truth. Uh, last Sunday, after we did the show, went out to Disney with the family. And one of our uh, longtime listeners, big-time supporters, Mike, who right. uh, happens to work there, uh, we, we caught up during our visit. And uh, he came over and he goes, hey, I've been meaning to give this to you for the last few months. I, I picked these up. He goes, you were in Sharknado 2, right? I was like, no, I was in 3. He goes, oh, my gosh, that's even better. And look at this. He gave me these cool, he gave me Sharknado 3 socks because he knows I was in it. Um, I, and the only thing I got for being in Sharknado 3 was a poster. But now I have socks. Yeah. Well, he picked those. Up I made it. I finally trade. made it. I'm somebody. I don't know what to say. I'm somebody. I didn't That's even what, know those existed. How about that? Now you do. That's not, not your image. You're speechless. Yeah. Those are my actual socks, Casey. Yes. You know what would be really cool is if you he, had he the, picked them up at the flea market. director's mm-hmm. chair with your name on the back of it like a real actor. Why would we, why would we need that? Because then we could show that you're a real actor. No. No, I got socks. <laughs> That's all I need. Hmm. So anyway... You know, it, it goes on the, uh, the you know the the benefits of being in a major blockbuster. Uh, you, you know, you, they just you weren't in a blockbuster. The... You were you were an extra in a terrible movie. <laughs> I was, was Florida sweating tourist flood. In a, I was in a terrible movie that right. went straight to video. No, it didn't go straight to video. It went, it went to the Sci-Fi Channel. It went, and um, but it wasn't in the theaters. I don't know if it was or not. It doesn't really matter. It That's not the point. That's we, not the we point. We saw it at Walt's house, though. I'm just, uh, the point is I'm kind of a big deal, and I got the socks to prove it. You're welcome. And don't be a hater, okay? We rented Little Mermaid. Yeah. So uh, so there you go. So see nothing wrong. Yeah. And, and when you see. Wrong. Is everybody suitably impressed? No. Duh. Really even, impressed. you know, Bryce. Bryce, uh, the YouTuber guy, you know, has, has millions of views on his YouTube channel. I bet he never has been in a Sharknado movie. Exactly. Yeah. He never had to be in a movie to get fame. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Way to make me feel bad. My one major achievement. Can't they just, you feel the love? <laughs> he finds garbage pickers and gets famous. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's almost as pop. Actually, that's more popular than being in. Uh, Sharknado a universal 3. trash picker, Greg. Yeah, that is true. I, my my scenes were filmed in the same area where he picked up a trash picker with his magnet fishing. Yeah, there could be a connection there. You know, it may have come full circle. 
That it's thing could have garbage. been pitched when we were filming Sharknado 3. <laughs> you know? It's very possible. All right, so enough about me. I couldn't be more bored right now. I, I see that Dennis has brought in Abby, who is uh, in the process of finishing up her rescue diver course. Can we talk to her, or is she just going to sit there and nod and like, hi, hey, idiots. Why do you want to talk to me? Hey, Abby, how are you? You doing well? Are you done with your... Uh, with your rescue diver course yet? Uh, no. So yesterday was my one day training. We were going to do some stuff today, um, but the waves decided that that's not happening. Ah, so yeah. tomorrow's, I've done rescue class in three foot seas. Yeah. Well, that, uh, you, that's why she didn't ask you to be her instructor. She didn't want to puke all over the person she was trying to rescue. Hey, I didn't let water get in my, my patient's face. What? I uh, I don't even know anything. Greg, you have to tired do, diver toe. I get it. I know. No, yeah. you what? have to do CPR in water. Okay. And, you, and, and, and in instructor class, you can't let you cannot let water on their face. Right, but if but if I you did, breathe on them, three foot. I was in three foot seas, and no water got on their face. Okay. All right. Well, I guess here's that. That really long ago. Yeah. That was a long time. That was ago. in ancient times. He's into waterboarding. Yeah, it could be a little bit of that. But but you had a real instructor, uh, is what you're trying to say, right, Abby? Yeah. And you're yeah. happy with your instructor? That they were smart enough to know that, hey, it's too rough to do this skill today. So you're going to have to bounce it back a weekend or two, or do you know yet? Or maybe tomorrow? Uh, no. We're doing the test out tomorrow because I'm a lifeguard too. So I've done the in water rescue breaths too. So it's not a skill that I don't know how to do. Okay. I'm certified in. Well, d- feel free to take your dad, throw him in the water, and try to drown him and then uh, resuscitate him. If, if he's did, nice did to you. Did you have to keep the water you off his face? Captain. Okay. Yeah, did you keep the water off Oh, yeah. Okay. Up the end of the show. End of the show. We'll just have to end it right there. <laughs> All right, and that'll have to do it for this week. Till next time, remember, it's always better where, gang? All together. Down where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. If you want to stay in the know, if you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com. <laughs>